Hello and welcome to another edition of the Screaming Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me in the Eagles Nest is the Andrew Lloyd Webber of podcasting, Billy Buttons. Thank you, Ben. Welcome. Uh, and joining us straight from the change room of Lotto Land is Cyrus <laughs> via, via the uh, so-called internet. Yep. Yep. <laughs> welcome to the 21st century, um, listeners. Yeah. Welcome to the 21st century. So this is, uh, so uh, just so everyone's aware, if Sarah sounds a little bit different, he's joining us via Skype. Um, we all put our brains together and worked out how can Cyrus make it to the podcast but still drink and do other things. Uh, and the thing was, is for him not to leave his bed. So uh, this is via Skype. But it, yeah, it, it, it should works. work. It yeah. works. It's kind of a bit weird because Cyrus is lying on his bed. It feels like some kind of <laughs> just, fine sex type thing. Just, just show us a nipple. Feel more comfortable if I took my top off, Billy. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's what I'm kind of used to. I, I, I feel like... Yeah. And then you can tell me what to do after that. Exactly. Like, it's, it's like a kind of um, Pavlovian just, response. As soon as I see someone on a webcam, I'm like, all right, when are they going to get their tips? I'm just trying to find the tip button. I don't know where the tip button is and where do I, where, where do I put my credit card details? I'm, I'm a bit confused. About. Tip button? What do you? I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, they, they just give it up for free, do they? No, no, they don't. Allegedly not. All right, everyone, have a good weekend. Good weekend. Yeah. You almost lost me uh, t- this afternoon. So um, I had a charity fundraiser this weekend. Yeah. Up in a lovely little town called Nundle, which is pretty much it's about forty minutes away from Tamworth, and it's. Um, a mate has got muscular dystrophy and he's looking to kind of raise funds so he can be essentially a guinea pig. But it just turned into like the biggest fucking weekend of all time. Like I was up uh, till about six o'clock this morning. I was up till four o'clock the night before and I had a very shady six hour drive back Ooh. from... The back, using the back road? Would no, you say it was no. the back roads between here and Tamworth? Yeah, here in Tamworth, the New England Highway. And it was a mate and I driving. We drove up together and we talked the whole way. I reckon on the six-hour drive we said about four words. You know, when you're just like (laughs) you're in complete survival mode and just like looking at the road ahead. And also I wouldn't say that I would ever, you know, drink drive, but it's, it's that kind of shady. When you had your last drink at about five and it's 11 and you're on the road, Mm. like I didn't feel drunk but I certainly didn't want to get pulled over for a random breakfast. did you have or, or McDonald's? Random... Did you have McDonald's for breakfast? No, I couldn't well, hold anything. Well, you probably were yeah. drunk then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone knows if you have a bacon egg McMuffin, that's sober, right. yeah. straight away. Yeah. Instant. Exactly. No, I should have done that, but I don't yeah. think it's I could have done that. say that. At a, at a Bucks weekend in Mudgee, mm. we drank till, you know, kind of sun up and I was driving at midday the next day and the cop pulled me over mm. and I actually blew over and, he, and I explained like, well, you know, it's Bucks weekend. We came out here, did the wine tours and then, you know, smashed it up all night. And he goes, there's a Macca's 150 metres up the road, park the car, go, go have a burger and continue your way home. Wow. And well, we let us off and I was like, you know what? I'll eat two burgers. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Had the burgers, got back in the car. It was... Yeah, one of the greatest, one of the greatest um, country cop moments of my life. I think we have our winner for this week's Not All Heroes Wear Capes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Shout out to the Mudgy Constabulary, Sergeant Frank <laughs> from from Wandon Valley. 
Um, well, I didn't, uh, what do I? What did I do? Yeah. I didn't do much. I saw. I did go and see a movie. I saw Train Spotting. Yeah. Uh, oh, Train Spotting Two. Um, do yourself a favor. Don't bother. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. tough. Everyone loves it. Yeah, I, I, I just pointless. I, we, we, I didn't see the point of it. I, if any, the only good parts of it is that they did a lot of flashbacks to the original film. And I remember going, wow. And then I was just like, yeah, I have not seen that film in a good 10 years. Like, I used to own it on VHS. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. And then since DVDs came along, which would be about 10 years ago, I haven't watched it once. And I just came away going, hmm, yeah. <laughs> I could taste the original train spotting. I'm really gagging for it. I was just, mm, yeah, I think I'll, mm, I think I'll, I think I'll fucking, you know. I think I'll have another go. Have another I think I'll chase the chase the red dragon and have another go of train spotting. So it it, may, it brought back a lot of memories how good the first one was. Mm. Um, but yeah, not 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 so much the new one. Didn't re, didn't really do much for me to be honest with you. But anyway, that's just me. It was one. Of, I I would go out on a limb and say the train spotting soundtrack was like one of the last great like movie soundtracks. You know, yep. you don't. So then they're kind of now that. Spotify and all that, MP3s, whatever the mm. kids are listening to nowadays, mm. you don't really bother with a soundtrack. Mm. Remember back in the day, you'd get a, yeah. you'd get like a good movie soundtrack. Like a Tarantino soundtrack. Yeah, and like, they were always good. I, I think also yeah. the 90s, I mean, like, look, the 80s had films with good soundtracks. You had all like, you know, your um, your Robert Hughes, is it? John Hughes? No. John Hughes, yeah. Pretty important. John Hughes, you got your John Hughes soundtracks and that yeah. kind of like that 80s era. And then you got your 90s, which is all your... Train spottings and Tarantinos and all Snat- that. Snatch no and Romeo and Juliet. Lock, stock and two Remember smoking that? barrels. Lock, stock, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was good. Romeo but and no Juliet. No one's sounds... picked up the ball. Everyone must wear sunscreen. Of, no one's picked up the ball and modernised it for, like, kind of the noughties and so on. I mean, or maybe I'm just old and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of so. You know, the Bond not... Supremacy just has, like, yeah. like a U2. Like Have one you not U2 seen Frozen, Cyrus? That's a killer soundtrack. Which one? Frozen. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty good. Moana's not bad either. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. big islanders, I get it. Um, so anyway, that's what, what about Cyrus? What's Cyrus? What have you done? Uh, normal, normal week on site. You know, um, we've got a roof on, so there's now no chance of being rained off site, which is kind of like. It's kind of like the holy grail of the building industry. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like there's nothing. No, like guys, sorry boys. There's nothing to do. Pack your shit and go home. Like that is, and so now we have no chance of that now because the, the, the roof is on. Right. That's I think. But um, do you get paid? Do you get paid for that? Eight last night, we went to a uh, modern, a modern restaurant in the back of Chroma, not known for its um, culinary kind of delights. Yeah. Um, Chroma is really not really known for anything, really, except for its industrial area. George. But, um, yeah, the restaurant was. You know, it tried and it was average at best, but, you know, it was good to get out with the missus on uh, Saturday night. You know, we felt young, but unfortunately, everywhere, we're disappointed Manly fans. It was just kind of like you couldn't you couldn't go 10 metres without see, seeing people in Manly jerseys kind of dragging their ass home. Yeah. Eyes on the and it kind of put a damper, like, yeah. on the whole evening. I just watched us get spanked. And you're kind of out and you're seeing all these stragglers and you're like, oh, can't, even, can't even forget that our team has got... Pumped. All right. Anyway, and on and on that note, let's get into the uh, let's get into the football side of the show. News. 
Seagulls winning challenge without Cooper Cronk. Um, this was a news story that 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 broke during the week, uh, and some some journalist has actually gone and done a little bit of uh, research, and has come up with this stat, which I found very interesting, and that is that Blake Green has his record when not partnered with Cooper Cronk in the halves is one win from 24 games. Wow. So, Didn't someone do that stat before we bought him? <laughs> <laughs> like you're Surely about, that's you're somebody's... Guys, you go, guys, yeah. let's look what he's done without Cooper. Right? <laughs> yeah. Actuarial 101. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'd think so. There's like... You know, like, yeah, do do your research on him, you know, and some guy's going, oh, yeah, I'm sure he's good. Did you watch his whole career? Nah, just watched the last couple of years. He's an absolute fucking genius. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he's played all over the place, you know. Dare, dare I use the term journeyman? journeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, which isn't such a bad thing, you know. Mm. I could be described as a journeyman. Mm. Me and the littlest hobo. Love that show. Um, but, yeah, one win from 24 first-grade games without Cooper Cronk partnering him in the halves. Mm. Um, and dare I say it, after this weekend, it's actually one from 25. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, so I, I, that, that, I don't think he's playing that. Like, yeah, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting stat. Look, you know, in look f- into it as much as you want. In fairness, Melbourne's, Melbourne without Cooper Cronk wouldn't, wouldn't have a great win-loss record, so I'm sure the whole team struggles. He's their kind of general. Yeah. And I guess, it, I mean, everyone knows he's good, but you you think of Slater and Smith as well, but maybe he's the man. Yeah. Maybe Cronk's the man. So. Yeah, maybe. But he's uh, got, I mean, DCE. Was he there when we beat them 40-0? I think he was, yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Oh. Yeah. There's another one. The exception that makes the rule. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, that's an interesting stat. Uh, and then uh, also in news is Marty Tapal and AFB suspended for two games. Mm. Uh, I, look, I like to think that I had a hand in this happening because I was, I'm pretty big on Twitter, as you know. Yeah. All 300 followers. Yeah. And it was a blatant shoulder charge. Who? Which one? Well, I didn't even see the Fenua Blake one. And it was in the 80th minute. Yeah, it was dumb. Yeah, it but basically Corey Norman, this, the hooter went off, Corey Norman fucking kicked it clear and, and AFB went to shake his hand and... And shoulder charged him. And Norman fell over and they call it a shoulder charge. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if you really want to be going into bat for AFB. Oh, poor AFB. He's a man yeah. of good good moral calibre, and he's just getting picked <laughs> on by the NRL. And let's start a go, you know, a GoFundMe to. Um, he's turned a new leaf. Yeah, he's turned it. He's rede- at, redeemed. Appropriately, at the same time as he signed the contract. Yeah. <laughs> Was he in the prayer session? Turned a new leaf and turned a new contract. Was AFB in the prayer session at the end? I think they were praying for AFB. Oh. <laughs> I think he was in the middle and they're all laying hands on him. <laughs> uh, the to power one, I thought. I look. To, I don't like the rule. Like I, yeah. The hit. It, the, I. I don't know. I don't want to sound like Phil Gould just saying. Rubbish, rubbish. No, no, no. Yeah. But it was a good hit, and there was yeah. no. It wasn't intended to injure. No. 
Um, I think they've banned it because some of the hits were starting. Well, Sonny Bill Williams used to go for the head. Get them in the head. He got so. The, yeah. So what? I, so what Sonny Bill Williams used to do mm. is one guy would tackle the guy around the body. Yeah. And then when the guy's hands were down and couldn't protect himself, Sonny Bill would come over the top and shoulder charge his head. Yeah. And he did it to Willie Mason. Yeah. He did it to a few people. Um, and that's why they just came in and went, oh, okay, well, we need to put an end to it. But if you have a look at the reaction from the forwards, they don't give a fuck if no. they get hit by a shoulder charge. They just get up and mm. they even sometimes laugh and go, good hit. You know I, what I mean? Like I think the issue with him, it's, it was a bit of a dumb play because all they've yeah. got to do is have a bit of arm in the tackle. Yeah. Uh, so it was bad technique, but it hurt Manly because they got no one now, do they? Like, I, Well, we've got... Yeah. So, I mean, that... that, that so to be gone for two games, I mean, I guess what everyone was arguing about during the week was the fact that someone threw a punch. I can't. It was from one of those other teams that I don't follow, so mm. I don't really give a shit. But apparently there was a fight. Two people threw punches. They both got fined like fifteen hundred bucks. No, and that's it. Everyone moved on. No suspension. Not mm. a problem. Now, I don't want to use that as my argument because I actually think that's good that no one got suspended for throwing yeah, a yeah, punch. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, what? You know, I mean, the yeah, thing about shoulder charges yeah. is is like any form of tackle. It needs to have like its own set of rules and like you know like what what's a, what's the difference between like a, a slight lifting tackle and an actual spear tackle. You know, there's differences, right? Mm, yeah. So if someone's already pouncing on someone like the the um the it wasn't Papali, it was the uh, Tamalolo. Tamalolo, yeah. In in the Cowboys, like. Yeah. Like the guy, he was he was going for the guy anyway, and he just kind of didn't go in. Like he just kind of didn't put his arms out. Like he he just mm. he just clipped the guy and put him on his ass like just beautifully. Well, because he didn't have time to react. The guy came through and he just sort of turned around and just used his body yeah. to ram into him. But but he, you watch, he'll, he'll be gone. Head. He'll be gone, Cyrus. For no no no, I know. But what I'm yeah. saying is he didn't hit his head. No, he didn't knock him out. Yeah, there was no. Like malice, there was no mm. third man. Like so, if, if they could, if they could address it like a normal tackle, mm. in that there's the good version of it and the bad version of it. Yeah, and then you can have like those kind of clean, kind of tagging. So like, like a one-on-one. Shoulder charge. Where you just kind of put someone on their ass, as opposed to someone stood there like Sonny Bill Williams, like stood, and someone just runs in and just knocks him out with their shoulder. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like I, mean, I said, like like stripping of the ball. If it's a one-on-one shoulder charge, then you're sweet. Yeah, mm. I don't. I don't. I think. I think they got it right. I think to power. Mm. I know it's not. It's hard for Manly because they've got no lustig um, to lose their two big boppers at the same time. Mm. Um, so I just think to power needs to get a bit of discipline. You know, he yeah. his track record. It's not like he's got a crystal clear track record. Um, and it's early in the season, like it's two games. I know I'm going to claim victory because Paris <clears throat> on top of the table. It took me how many minutes to get that into the podcast? But you know, well, did little... Parra play today? They just yep four try semi Radradra. Yeah, um, four try, four tries. Just literally just finished. Like we're recording it uh, as the players are singing the song in the dressing room. But um, yeah, so so we all Sammy's know his carver ceremony. We all know that um, where the ladder is in round two, pretty much tells you where it's going to be in round twenty six. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I believe two seasons ago the Knights were on top of the table after four rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll take that, I'll take it. wooden spoon at the end. Any day, para yeah. on the top of the table. Yeah. But um, but it's round two. I don't know. He, he does need to think a bit more. 
um yeah yeah I, I i agree he's it, it was silly in afb that was also pretty silly but yeah neither two, of those guys are described as thinking men's football no two games seems like a long time though yeah maybe. It, it does seem it just but there's way for someone who stuff, was I don't know. yeah i know it just look yeah look if it was any other team i probably wouldn't care but it just to lose a player like that for two games, it just seems an awful lot considering the guy, it wasn't high, the guy got up, brushed it off, not injured even slightly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and, and it's not like it was him on, and I know, look, it, the rule's the rules and you can't, you've mm. got to put it across the board, but it's not like he did it on like the halfback. Yeah. Or like it was, a pr- it was you know, it was prop on prop. Which oh, is, yeah, and it looks which awesome. is mouth which is mouth watering. Just, just the thought ben of it. Ben just licked his lips when he said that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> prop on prop. Cyrus just <laughs> took off an article of clothing. <laughs> Every time I say prop on prop, the Cyrus, t- you gotta the take tip something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. I, I look. I'm. I think the weird thing is, it's they st- they show it all the time though. So these people get mm. rubbed out for two weeks for a shoulder charge. But they showed the shoulder charge, they were, and they were so excited about it, and they're like, "Oh, oh look at the big yeah. fellas!" Well, that's right, and yeah. it's oh, a story. Billy, you just, you just, you just pretty much like kind of touched on my big thing. You have it in all the highlight packages, yeah. but don't do it because you get taken off for two weeks. But you use it as the big hits from the big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <then> legal. <laughs> exactly. Cyrus, what are you doing with your camera? I'm going to get a beer. Shit's oh. about to get weird. <laughs> We're just, I'm, I'm going just... for a walk out on the deck. Brotherly Bond helps Cameron Cullen. Now, Cameron Cullen, he's my uh, nominee or winner of Not All Heroes Wear Capes Award. Okay. He's uh, He came on for Manly. Uh, he played really well during the nines and he played this week. Mm. Came on for RP. Curacao, mm. and uh, we went from looking pretty lackadaisical after 15 minutes to came back with a lot of energy, put some big hits on. He's a good little ball player, fucking nuggety. He look, he reminds me of Matt Orford, like okay. the look of him. He's a little fucking oh. nugget. And um, but anyway, they had a they had a um, they had a story about him today, and apparently he uh, his brother died a couple of years ago. Okay. And uh, it's his brotherly bond that's push, spurring him on to play first grade. And he gave the game away. The day after his brother died, you know, it was in the Maldives, so I'm guessing, and after he went swimming, so I guess he drowned or something like that. Okay. And uh, the day after he died, he played football because he thought that's what his brother would want. Yeah. And he had the worst game he's ever had. So he gave it away for a couple of years. Gave the game away. And he's come back. He's on he's redemption. A, there's a dare, high, dare, yeah. dare he say redemption story? Except he was never, you know, he's not coming back from a from a domestic violence charge or anything like that. <laughs> but but anyway, so he came he came through and he's and he went through the Queensland comp. Mm. He's got picked up by Manly this season, and um, I see him as a as a player of the future. Okay, I think Cyrus. What did you think of Cameron Cullen? I hate to say it, but I was uh, watching that game on a tiny phone while I was getting ready to go out. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah. didn't probably get enough time to look at the individual he, players. I was he, watching it. I was watching it quite closely yeah. the first half. Yeah. And the second half was when, like, you know, like the the reality of having to actually be out of the house in half an hour kicked in. Right. And and, and I wasn't watching it as much, so I didn't, I didn't really see 
yeah. that part, unfortunately, which That's is a bit all disappointing. Right. That's but, all right. I mean, also, we can talk, we'll talk about that later when we talk about the uh, if we he, talk about the game. If he can displace Appy Coruscant, I mean, he's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got this ability to pass the ball from the ground. It's kind of important it's when you're of, a dummy half. I mean, not everyone can pick the ball off the ground and pass it. I mean, I think I, I'm not too sure if Darcy Lussick can do it. But then, to be fair, Darcy Lucky's He's not, not the hooker. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, um, Tim Cleary sacks Bob Fulton's daughter. Ooh. Now, this is uh, there's been a few headlines about this. Manly at War has been one of them, but they've all, funnily enough, been written by. Our fake news winner, Danny Widler, Danny who I think Widler. also comes away with a fake news award for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, he starts his article with Manly at war after only just getting through the war between Anthony Watmo and, and the Stewart brothers with DCE. Yep. They go into another war. So two times in seven days mm. he, and two different articles that he's written, but both have started with that rift. Well, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's what I always say. <laughs> I, but I'm not doubting it. But we're talking about something that happened two, three years ago. I mean, why doesn't he say, oh, well, there's, you know, manly at war. Uh, Paul Vorton, you know, gets <laughs> captaincy. Noel Crusher Cleal really upset. Because that's true as well. Crusher Cleal was promised the captaincy. And then Paul Vorton came in and took it. And there was a big rift. So why don't you talk about that? Mm. That was 30 years ago, but it oh, gives a fuck. Greg Florimo, when the, I mean, it's a long time move. ago. It means a long time, 30 years. I understand that it's a long, long time ago. But, I mean, this guy, we've got to get him on the podcast, Danny Wilder. Fake oh, yeah. news. Fake news. Fake news, Danny. Who clearly goes to the gym. He works out. He does, you he can tell. Out. But he wouldn't, he skips leg day. On his head You can guarantee he skips leg day. <laughs> it's all from the top. And he's just—it's all push-ups. It's all push-up. That's all. It's all push-ups, and it's the fucking and the curls. And some maybe some supplements. What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon he has no traps. He would have no traps. <laughs> I also reckon he's hairless below his eyebrows. <laughs> He'd wax his armpits for sure, just to give a bit more definition. <laughs> Just so I can get those shirts yeah. a little bit tighter. Check me out. I don't out, like man. the way it puffs underneath my armpit. But so manly though, some yeah. old wounds are reopening. Dare I say, I saw this at a, at a team out in Parramatta last year, and you know they're well on the redemption story now. But could manly, you know, could could well, they win the hashtag clubbing crisis award? Well, Bob Fulton, <laughs> Bob Fulton's daughter <laughs> works for manly. You're enjoying it too much, Billy. Yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. He had much. he had too much fun last year, so I've got to. But like Bob Fulton's daughter works for Manly. Tim Cleary's gone. We don't need that role anymore. The end. Mm. Shouldn't this be a feel good story? Shouldn't this be? <laughs> shouldn't we be celebrating the fact that nepotism doesn't get you anywhere in the Manly Seagulls? The car. Uh, come shouldn't on. Shouldn't it be like congratulations to Manly? Manly's moving beyond the bozo years. That's right. I think coming on the back of two pretty ordinary performances, though. What? And Bob Fulton's daughter's a scapegoat. Well, no, but there, you know there's this... Fulton does have a lot of sway at the club. Yeah. And, you know, firing the... Remember that movie Casino? When they, they've got a, one of the gaming attendants is the, like, Nevada State yeah, yeah. Gaming Commissioner's yep. nephew. And they sack him. Well, I think that, and then that's Robert De Niro. His character um, was 
uh, what, what, Eli Roth, I think his name, or something like that. Mm. But that was the beginning of the end. Sam Rothstein. Yeah, Sam Rothstein. Um, and this could be the beginning of the end for Manly. That's what I'm picking. For Manly? Or for <laughs> oh, what? You reckon the whole club's going because yeah. Bob Fulton's daughter's gone? Yeah. It's, or are it's, you saying it's the end for Bob Fulton? No, I don't think it's the end for Bob Fulton. But it, it, it is. You're sending a message. You're firing a shot out there, aren't you? This... This Ivan Cleary wannabe, Tim Cleary. <laughs> Tim Cleary. Yeah. The headmaster. Yeah. Cousin the headmaster. Yeah. They, who they hired because they thought he was one of the Cleary family. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting, though. I thought it was... I agree. It's not a massive story. And Danny... Well, White, and it was at the top of the page. Yeah. The headline was, Manly at War. Mm. Really? I would have gone... Someone have in with... administration, right? Like, she was part of the administration, as in... She probably she probably licks the envelopes that sends the bumper stickers out to the members, right? Yeah, but it's both she of gets fought. But so uh, look, I, so I, again, what? it's not a big story, and I know Widler's. And I'm sure Bozo was made aware of it, though. Yeah, I'm sure he's made well aware of it before it happened. The way it's written, as if like Bozo just got you know walked into the manly office and passed his daughter crying on the way out, and he's gone, "What's happened? I just got fired. What?" <laughs> Bullshit. He would have called him in and said, look, your daughter's been stealing stamps. <laughs> We've got proof. There it is on the fucking CCT footage. You might think it's a victimless crime, you know, mm. but just like Tim Simona, doesn't matter how much it is, it's the crime. That's that right. You do the crime, you, you do, do the, the time. time. So unfortunately, because of those two forty-five cent stamps, we're going to have to let it go. <laughs> Bob, being a man of honour, would go, fair enough. Yeah. Nothing then, more to see And here. then the next day, he hires her back in his department, <laughs> yeah, in the football <laughs> department. She's now the kicking tea girl. No harm, no foul. Everyone's happy. So let's all just... So Danny Widler, just fucking leave yeah. us alone, mate. Move yeah. on. Anyway. Anyway. Fake news. Fake news. Um, and then last in the, uh, in, in the news... Kirisum Avalva... Redemption story. Kurosomi. Is that it? Yeah. Is he fr- is he Japanese? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kurosomi Avovo. Son. Ice Avovo. Avovo son. We call him. This is the this is our choose the door winner, I think, for the for this week. No, he didn't choose the door. Or redemption story. Redemption. Redemption okay. watch. Redemption. So basically. Um, so he, he started at um, Souths, won a premiership in his rookie year with Souths. Yeah. Um, second year, he was done for domestic violence, pled guilty, mm. shown the door mm. at Souths for a year, mm. got a year ban, came back, uh, and then uh, got a second strike under the game, illicit drug test. Mm. So two strikes. So, um, and then they let him so go. the bunnies let him go. Now, this is a guy who's pled guilty to domestic violence and mm. went for a year. Mm. So it's obviously something serious. Yep. It's not. And again, not making light of it for, you know, it's all very serious domestic violence. Yeah. And, you know, we as strong advocates of choose Doesn't the door. But it's not like someone's poured a raspberry vodka over somebody. You know, we're <laughs> talking, he's gone for a year. So clearly it was yeah, something yeah. pretty bad. Comes back, gets pinged for illicit drugs. So it's. You know, I'm going to take a fucking stab at the dark and say Coke. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, banned again. Mm. Out in the wilderness. Now, this is a two-strike offender. Now, you got to think. Now he's come back. Now, you got to wonder who the what fucking club picks this guy up after having two strikes? The, the, the who, competition front runners, <laughs> The leaders on the top of the table. 
You know the sad... The I, Para Redemption Eels have put, extended an olive branch redemption. And, brought, and brought him back. You know the thing... I don't, can't I'm not spell redemption him. without eels. Or rugby league. If yeah. you rearrange the letters, yeah. it spells redemption. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why would a club that's had so much trouble over the last two years you know what? bring this guy back? I think at the end of the day... Though, One strike, sure. Oh, the drugs won. Who, I mean, who cares? No, but I, I agree. I think it's like Fenua Blake, and you look at what he he's done, and but then you go, he's actually a pretty good player, and that's why I look at these guys. But that he's have, not a two-strike offender. This is my point, though. Well, he's not two strikes for domestic violence, though. So I don't know. I might if if he, I, I don't know enough details, but I, I suspect they're just. Maybe the clubs are just saying, you know what, we'll just sign people because we get a little bit of sensationalist stuff. You know, we get a small pushback in the media, but we'll just frame it as another redemption story and people care a lot more if we win matches than if we've got a team full of grubs. And that's kind of where, like I was watching um, Russell Packer Mm. today. He was jailed for like a guy was lying on the ground in Martin Place and he like kicked him in the head. Mm. but he's a good player. Mm. Um, I don't think it's right. I don't like seeing those guys on my team. But I, I dare say the guy must be a pretty bloody good player because um, that's what seems to be happening. Mm. <laughs> the, the ones that get the second chances just so happen to be exceptionally talented footballers. So, Do you think that, like, there needs... I, I think there needs to be some sort of rule that, like, if a player gets done for whatever, mm. drugs, you know, placing bets on opposing teams, domestic violence, whatever. It seems like if a team rips up his contract, you wait a year, then he can come back and he goes and plays for another team, he kills it and the NRL build it up to be... Redemption. Redemption story, isn't he wonderful? Mm. There should be something where, like, the team that flicked him should have some say about when he comes back or whether they want to have him or... Don't you think? Like, yeah, maybe I don't know. The clubs don't want him. They they are the ones. Yeah, but get are, but don't off. they not want him, or are they trying to send a message to the rest to, of the yeah. team that this is what happens when you do it? I'm going to rip up your contract. But then, are they secretly like fuck Canberra? Like shit. I wish we had Blake Ferguson and Josh Dugan. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? Uh, uh, was was the Roosters after they let Todd Carney go? Going oh fuck, we should have actually kept him. Now I've got this deadbeat Jackson Hastings. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Oh, throwing them. It was actually James Maloney, but never yeah. mind. No, I just had to yeah. throw that in. Um, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like there's no reward for the team that actually punishes the player for doing the wrong thing. Yeah, I think yeah, it's commercial though, and some of them there are there are redemption stories that people do like. People mm. like the under underdog come good. But where do you draw the line if someone's like... Like, the one I can't get over is this Matthew Lodge guy that plays... Now, again, he must be one hell of a footballer because the fact that anyone would sign him... I don't know if you saw what he did in no. New York. Is that the guy over in New York yeah. that, like, followed the people back into their apartment he, and... He told oh, a yeah. nine... He told hostage. a... Yeah, held, like, a nine-year-old boy hostage with his mum, beat the door down while they were like... And said to them, tonight is the night you will die right, mm. um, went on an absolute rampage. The guy's clearly got some mental health issues. Yeah. But, you know, broke a door down to get it like a young family. And now the word on the street is that 
Wayne Bennett's trying to sign him because, you know, Wayne Bennett is such a leader of men. Oh, isn't he a leader of men? Um, but do, I agree. At what point do, do you just go, no, I don't want mm. that guy. Mm. I don't want that guy playing rugby league. I don't want my kids was, watching these guys. Was Matt guys. Lodge on the premix drinks before he did that? I think there's there's something worth investigating. Yeah. <laughs> the white The white devil. Sugar. Yeah, that's he'd right. Been, he'd been on the white devil. So the white devil's powder. Um, and funnily, funnily enough, right here, mm. just to test this theory out. You got some sugar. Wow. Boom. Some Smirnoff pure. Oh, Smirnoff cranberry apple soda. I don't know if I can do that after the weekend I've had. You can have a little, <laughs> just have a little taste and see if you feel any different. We have. How are we going to get one to Cyrus? We're going to have to virtually. Well, Cyrus is the control oh, subject. They're very, they're very pink. Yeah. <laughs> they are really pink. Now you can imagine getting one of these poured over the top of you. Very sticky. sticky. Yeah. Hang on a sec. Who, 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 there's, a, there's a reference that I'm missing. Who, who well, had that is, happen? This is uh, Kenny Edwards. Power player. He's up for domestic violence because he poured a cranberry and raspberry drink over his partner while she was sleeping. Cyrus, 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 Cyrus not, speak to us. It's not really domestic violence. <laughs> it's just like, Cyrus, now, now we're not, really we're not belittling fight. it, though. Yeah. We're not belittling it. We, he didn't choose the door. No, it's certainly not... He could what, have, yeah. It's certainly not what you would choose someone to do to, though. Right? No, no, no. no. But, but I, I think that you have to also allow human beings to, like, have their, like, outward responses. <laughs> and, I mean, if a girl did that to a guy, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of... It's yeah. hostile, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's not assault. No. But that's the same like both, but you, but you could say that. If some girl, if you're reading the paper, um, you know, cheerleader punches football player, you go, oh, flip it, football player hits cheerleader, you go, ooh, nasty. I mean, it's just... Yeah, but hitting is know. different anyway. We had this what conversation. I'm saying is it's not like something that... As a male, he's the only guy that could do that and kind of, like, cause injury or insult. Like, if she tipped the cranberry over him, it would affect him just as equally as him <laughs> tipping cranberry over her. So it's not like he's using his physical, like, superiority Yeah. in that sense. And I, I tend to think of that as the, 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 the kind of the, the part of domestic violence, which I really have a problem with, is, is a just bigger that person. Part. Just that part. The rest person. of it. I'm good with. <laughs> no, 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 but, but like, but like, you know, men no, using know. our women's throats. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But if something that both people get the same result by doing, it doesn't seem as bad. Like pour, pouring a drink over someone in a heated argument. Yeah, it's not what you normally like, think of as. He's a tool. Domestic he's a, he's a boy and he's it a was, tool, well, Let's be clear, though. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a heated argument. She was asleep in bed. I'd, we don't know all the details. Yeah, but anyway, he got 12 weeks. He got banned for 12 weeks. He pleaded guilty. What? Yeah, and he got a $50,000 fine. Yeah, he, he was... This is, he, this is oh, like his third strike, this is his, Yeah, he's had a few. Yeah. All right, so he's, he's, he's a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a redemption anyway, story in the, the making. Here's the Smirnoff pure, pre-mixed cranberry apple and soda. I'm, right. not, I'm, not, I'm not going there. I can't It has a it. sweet... It has a... Has a Oh, Quite a sweet, wow. sweet smells like odor. A, smells like a kid's here we party go. bag. Here we go. Now, just remember, Billy. <laughs> just, hang on, let me just have a look at you. Yeah, just 
Get my baseline. Yeah, okay. just just remember Cyrus, call Triple O if things start getting heated here between me and Billy. Or the Poisons Hotline, which one? Hey, what percentage is it? Uh, it's uh, 4.5. It's, it's, oh, it's a little less ready. than a beer. It's a actually got a little bit of um, kind of residue in it. Like, so they must use real fruit. Or they just add residue additive to make it make <laughs> it seem like there's real yeah. fruit in it. Yeah. Okay, hey Ben. Why it's you pretty spice tasteless. It, up? it doesn't. It's not as sugary as you would think. It okay. actually just tastes like soda water. Okay. But anyway, there you go. Ben, what? Why I don't, don't, I don't like make thing, make yeah. things spicy and put another shot of vodka in it. <laughs> I don't actually have any vodka up here, but I'll. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just tastes like soda water, to be honest with you. But uh, anyway, we'll see how we go. If it, if things start taking effect, I'll I'll let everyone know. Um, you're, you're the paramount. Ja- Jared Hainwatch, yep. ex-paramount. Yep. Uh, it's all falling apart for young Jared at the moment. So yeah. he's out. He's out for four weeks apparently. Um, injured his ankle. Or do you think he's just scared about next week's game? Maybe he. W- I would be if I was him. Yep. But he. Th- th- now there's talk that he's overweight. Mm. He's a tricky one. I, you know, I like watching him play when he's good, but geez, it's not going so well up there in the Gold Coast. But again, it's week two, so I won't, I won't mm. dwell on it. Mm. But it's not quite the redemption slash comeback that we all kind of saw last year. But is it safe to say that Jared's really had one failure after another for the last three years? Well, you know, he made the roster, making the roster of the Forty Nineers, mm. admittedly. Probably the weakest or second weakest team in and it's, NFL. What a forty-nine man roster, forty-seven, fifty-three, fifty-three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, that I mean, it's pretty good when you see the number yeah. of college guys come out every year. Uh, but he had a good preseason, then he did nothing, and we'll, we'll hear a little bit actually from our US correspondent later on. Our special guest interview mm. um, talks about this a little bit, but. Um, yeah, Jared Watch. There's not going to be a lot of watching. It'll be much like his NFL career for the next four weeks. Yeah, I feel that... Um, I, I, I actually watched a bit of the Titans last year. Dare I say the Cinderella. Well, the, the Cinderella story of last year. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I, I thought they looked like a much better side before <laughs> he made the roster. I, I, I felt they looked... They played a lot better as a team. Mm. And then as soon as he came in, I, I think they had a losing percentage as soon as he joined the team. Like, mm. he's been nothing but a distraction and, quite frankly, a pain in the ass. And if you, I'd love to look at his stats since he's been playing first grade. He's got to be got, – he's got to have, like, a 20% winning rate, right? Since the comeback? But no, since, since time in Memorial. Uh I mean, they made the playoffs in 2009, and grand, the final, grand final, yeah, and then haven't since. Yeah, that's true. So they, he's had a losing margin every season, every season except for the first season he played in the NRL, and two of those are wooden spoons. So that season they must have won like 10 percent of their games. Yeah, well, we they, need they, we need the guy who did the um, who did the Blake Green <laughs> stat. To fucking work this <laughs> shit out, whoever you if are. If only there was some way we could find out, but there just isn't. No. So if only there was a database, yeah. some kind of database that you could Where it's access. It's all out there, just across internet. the world, and it's all intricate. It's all crisscrossed, almost like a spider's web. Like a net. The world spider web. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. 
Um, anyway, there's Jared Watch. Yeah. No uh, more Jared. I don't think we'll be watch. watching him much. No. And not to get on to Supercoach, but uh, yeah, I'll be making a trade this week. <laughs> <laughs> Useless prick. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the game. Boom. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Now, am I, dare I say, am I the only one who watched the whole game? You dare say that. Okay, well, basically, if you've watched the first half, you've watched the whole game, Cyrus, so there wasn't much change. Got off to an absolute... Well, let's... let's Look, everyone's watched. Everyone knows what led up to the game. Um, three of our props out. Well, four of our props out, sorry. If Darcy had- Lussick out um, with injury. Lloyd Perrot out with injury. Um... <laughs> And uh, AFB and Marty Tapowers, we were discussing before, out for two weeks with a shoulder charge. So really we went into this game with two props um, and only one of them showed up. Two props, no hooker and half a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Two props were named but only one showed up on the day. Um, Just to put put it into um, sort of some sort of context... So Tom Travojevic ran for 305 mm. metres in the game. Uh, Nate Miles ran for 64. Wow. And Frank Winterstein, our rugby seven specialist, yep. who, should all, who should just be about open, open field running and making the break, yep. um, ran for 28. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you can run for 28 metres just by doing three hit-ups. I could almost run for 28 I think, yeah, I could. (laughs) I could. No more, but 28, I reckon. Sideways, maybe, in the opposite direction. Chop what my style, we call it. So, I mean, I think that, for for me, that sums up the whole game. Basically, well, actually, that doesn't sum up the game at all. That's a complete lie. I wish it did because that put a nice little <laughs> neat bow on my description of it. But unfortunately, we'll take a moral victory. That doesn't sum it up yeah. at all. Um, well, offensively, I think it like if you had a look, our first three or four hit ups, five, you know, were all wingers and centers. Okay, they were doing all our hit ups. I don't think Tafu is going to get a lot of score tries this season. He does. He is a little bit like. Um, Dylan Walker, that he likes to hold the ball and he likes to try do it himself. So I can't yeah. see Tafua really getting too many tries this season. Um, but he played all right. Defensively, he was caught out a couple of times. But really, I think uh, I think what really let us down was our right side d- defence. Defence. The D. The D. The big D. The big D with a big fence at who's the end our of it. White, who's our white defence? Uh, so Dylan Walker and uh, Akira Luwate. Okay. And I, I would say out of those two, Dylan Walker is the fucking culprit. Okay. You watch it, you watch it, he sort of backs away yeah. in two minds. Instead of just going up and making a tackle, he's sort of backing, trying, not too sure who to go for. And by the time he makes his decision, it's too late. The guy's gone past him and he just got fended off. He just went, you know, going for the one-arm tackle. Yeah. Which, when someone's got pace up, it's too hard. Too hard to do that. You can't tackle someone just grab by grabbing their arm. It's just not going to happen. Oate, I thought, fuck, man, he's the buy. So, I mean, it's only two rounds, but he's played really well. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he set up a try for Tommy T, a length of the field try on a kick return. 
Um, you saw that, Cyrus, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. He's strong run of the ball. Mm. He's he's playing really well. Yeah. He's just you know, but I you know, I I I would say it's really for me. I think that if you score four tries in a game, you should win the game. Yeah. That, that, that that's the beginning and end of it. Yeah. Forget all you know. We can you know like we can go back and forth about the props. And yeah. The, and the wingers and how by the end of it, they were all the edges were fucking tied because they were doing all the hit ups and so that's probably affected them defensively and there's a lot of excuses and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, you score four tries, you should win the game. Yeah. That and you know it's just. And how much of this comes down to Barrett? And how much does Barrett have? Like he's got to be feeling a bit of pressure now. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I think, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, it's hard to get a read on this team. Or is team. it just the players? I mean, he's, he's not the one dropping balls I, last I, week I'm, against Parra. I've said, I've said that I'll give Barrett five games this season. Yeah. And I, I will give him five games, but it's not looking good. Mm. It's, it's not looking hey, good. Just a question. Yeah. What did actually happen in the last 40 minutes? Because I saw we, we scored... First up in the second half. That's yeah. what I kind of watched too. And yeah. it was like 18 all. They and just they opened. They just... And then I, I, I literally like, I, I brushed my teeth, you know, combed my hair, yeah. came back, and it was 38-18. They, they just opened us up through the middle, like, around, what, down what the right side. Like, what, what kind of tries were they? Like, like where did we get called out? Like, what, oh, Robbie, Farrer, like, Robbie Farrer almost scored a length of the field try. Like, just, they, they were just running through us. You know, like, we just didn't look good. It wasn't like they were getting down there and putting pressure on us and those repeat sets. They were just opening us up and just running straight through us. Like, fast-flying tries. Yeah, just, just fast-flying tries. Same three drills. Yep, yep, pretty much. And we got back down there. Fuck, I mean, honestly, we got back down there after they scored, so I think it was like 24-18 or something. And um, we are right on the try line. We just had to get the ball out to the left. And fucking, you know, the the dynamic duo of um, uh, Lewis Brown and RP Curacao. So we got both those fucking numpties on the at the same time on the field <laughs> at the same time. Lewis Brown from dummy half throws it along the ground a mile in front of fucking RP Curacao. Instead of RP, it was like the third tackle, and it was literally right on on the line, like right on their line. Instead of RP just getting the ball and holding it, going okay, well. Lewis Brown, you're a fucking idiot. Okay, well, we've just wasted one tackle, but fuck it, all right. No, no, no. He dives in front of him to grab the ball, and instead of taking the ball, he then tries to do a miraculous fucking one-in-a-million tip to the next player. And, oh, lo and behold, it doesn't fucking come off, and then they get the ball back. And it was just the look of sheer terror on Lewis's Brown's face when he could see that they were close to the try line and it was up to him to pass the ball. Like, it was, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. It was like watching a nature documentary. <laughs> it was like when a seal is on an ice, on a little bit of ice and he's surrounded by fucking killer whales and the, the seal's just panicking. He's just like, fuck, what am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? And the killer whales are just circling, you know, and the seal, you can see the seal just fucking panicking. He knows he's going to get nailed. And that was Lewis Brown. Lewis Brown is a seal on an iceberg. I'll give him that. (laughs) 
I just needed the silence to let it sink in. <laughs> let that fucking shit sink in. Otherwise happy, with, otherwise happy with his performance. At the end of the game, I did enjoy the press conference. I like DC as a captain. He's essentially come in and just gone, no excuses. Trent's thrown it out there. Oh, we didn't have any props. We didn't. Yeah. And then they went over to DC and he goes, no, I've got no excuses. We scored four tries. If we score four tries, we should win. There's no no reason why we shouldn't have won today. And yeah. and I like that. There was no fucking around, no long answers of blah, 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 blah. Just, just went straight to it. Again, fucking penalty count, 8-3 to South. Like 8-3. Bad discipline. That's <laughs> Yeah, amongst the refs, you're right. They fucking swallow their whistles. They must have, you know. I mean, I don't want to. I do need the violin. Look, to come I know out it again. was. I know it was women's international women's day. Day, but should you know? Should we really allow them to be touch judges? I mean, <laughs> clearly it was. Clearly they're. Clearly they're all syncing up, right? And clearly it's that time of the month down oh, there at Brookie every wow. time they fucking go down there. But anyway, that's not an excuse. Me and DC, this. But we, me and DC have a lot in common. We're not looking for excuses this season. It's just... Yeah. It is what it is. Um, so that's it. I, I guess I'm just confused. Cyrus, you seem very you seem very quiet, but I, I'm confused. I, well, I, I don't know where to go from here because last season you could say defensively we were great, we just dropped the ball. This time around we didn't drop the ball, but we were fucking opened up like a can of tuna with a self-opening ring pull. Yeah. Well, when you take your positives, is Travojevic, Tom. Oh, yeah, but he was good last yeah, season. Yeah, but he, he, I didn't oh. think he had a very good end to last season. So he's back. Uate yeah. could have been a debacle, but he's been pretty good for you. Yeah. You've maybe got this um, Cullen guy. Maybe you've yeah, found Cameron someone Cullen, who can... Yeah, Cameron Cullen. But I don't trust Barrett to put him in. That That's my problem. As a hooker? Look, I know I've said I'll give him five games. <laughs> that's just... But I feel like I'm only saying that out loud. Yeah. And internally, I've already signed off. <laughs> I feel like... It's like I when feel that, like yeah. it's a done deal, you know? I just... All we need is, like, Scott Penn to come out and say yeah. he's got the full confidence... Of yeah. the coaching staff and that's of the of the of the club and I the board. Like, I just feel like a girl who's pulled down some a guy's pants and he's got a tiny little cock and I'm going, doesn't matter, that's okay. <laughs> we can make this it's work. It's just fucking lip service. I don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that with Trent. I'm going, yeah, let's see how he works out. He could be good. I don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no, he's got no fucking first grade coaching experience. At all. Well, he co- he He's never even been a fucking assistant coach he, in he first was grade. Like origin assistant coach. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look how well New South Wales yeah. done. Yeah, and haven't they got a fucking winning record? <laughs> I don't know. Cyrus, help me out. Say something. You're just sitting there right. really it's sexily just, yeah. cuddling the pillow, yeah. making me wish it, it was it, me. <laughs> it, was, it was hard to watch week one, but, you know, there, there was enough excuses to kind of buoy, you know, keep you buoyant. I, I just... Yep. Well, I, I didn't see how he got beaten, but that result was just kind of like, what? Yeah. What? No. Like, it just yeah. didn't correlate to the excitement that I've no. been feeling no. beforehand. Like, you know, like you know, I just, I, you just want your team to win, and yeah. and I'm not used to it. I'm not, you know, like, so I'm, I've just got to get used to being on a, supporting a, uh, you know, like a kind of like a, a not powerhouse team. I think, and, and to be fair, like, Billy didn't watch the game at all, but the score didn't 
really show the game. We were competitive pretty much the whole way through, like Cyrus said, except for like maybe the last 20 minutes, and then they just ran away with it. But that but, was but mainly the, last year yeah, too, wasn't but, it? Yeah, and that's, and that's the problem. It's just like when we run away with it, with four fucking tries. Yeah. That's that's the that's the end. Of, where's our game management? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, fucking Storm, they scored two tries. They fucking shut the game down. Yeah. That's it. Hey, guys. Game over. Yeah. We've scored two tries. All right, let's just shut it down. We don't need to score again. Yeah. Let's just shut this fucking... Let's, let's play the most boring football anyone's ever seen in the history of football, and the opposition will just get fr- so frustrated, they'll just go fall asleep, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. But we're up by fucking four tries or three tries. Yeah. And then a fourth later on. And we've got no game management. We just we can't shut it down. Yeah. Anyway. It's dis I mean again, I'd say that last year exactly what you were saying Cyrus, how you went and cleaned your teeth and you come back and all of a sudden what the fuck happened? I remember mm. watching game last year with Manly where they were competitive, like they were winning or they were competitive. Penrith. I think it was yeah. Canberra. Right, yeah. And I literally went and like made a cup of tea mm. and put my slippers on and my bathrobe and <laughs> had a, had a cigar. <laughs> and a, Clean the pipes. And a beat. And um, came back and it was like they were down by 20 minutes, you know, by 20 points or yeah. something where they just have these, they go off the blink. But you do start questioning... What's going on? The players have got to put their hands up and take some, you know, credit for that. Mm. But I don't know. They don't. They look a bit directionless at the moment. Um, it's round two though, but you got to address yeah, it but pretty quick. And they're not. They're not playing. Yeah. I mean, Para. I didn't think Para played exceptionally well last week. Mm. Um, and they played South, who aren't in a great space at the moment. Oh uh, yeah, uh, look, uh, yeah. I mean, we can't I'll, tell. I'll, I'll be, yeah, I'll be honest. Let's see how that works out. But let's be honest. I think everyone's fucking, everyone's panicking and was yep. a little bit dramatic during the week with Greg Inglis going down. Okay, he played on one leg last season, right? Yeah. He, um, I think like if I had to choose a team, if I had to choose a South team. With either Greg Inglis in it or Adam Reynolds in it, yeah. I'd pick the one with Greg Inglis in it. To be fa- and and I and, and I even said on Twitter, I even said on Twitter, like I'm happy Adam Reynolds is back. Yeah, I'm not like, oh fuck, I want all their players out so we can win. I want an honest assessment of how we're doing. Yeah, and how we're doing is that when we're up against teams with good kickers, we get fucking pummeled. Yeah, and that's what you know. Field position. Yeah, field position and all the rest of it. So, but. Honestly, I think we would have done better if Greg Inglis was playing and Adam Reynolds, Adam Reynolds wasn't. Oh, of course. Because Luke Kelly, the former power. Yeah, Luke Kelly, I think, is a fucking debacle and how he keeps on getting a fucking gig as anyone's guess. But um, dare we say he's the um, RP Curacao of <laughs> Para. Uh, oh, no, the Lewis Brown of Para. Well, he's gone. We got rid of him. Thank yeah. God. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I don't think losing Greg Inglis is. I think if they had it didn't have Adam Reynolds, I think it would have been a lot worse for them. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, look, they've still got Cody Walker. They're still, you know, they've still got a good bunch of good players there. So, um, but you know, who's up next? Next, next, next week is not looking good. Who? Cowboys. Ooh, where? One three hundred Smile Stadium. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, so you're gonna watch it? 
Oh, what's it for sure? What night is it? Saturday night at nine o'clock. Tell yeah, Tina, tell Tina to go out. We don't want any DV happening after after a lot of beers and an absolute pummeling from the fucking Cowboys. Um, Doesn't get it. But t- Tom Malolo might be out. Tom Malolo's out. Um, I heard Scott. Oh, he's gone. He's out. Yeah. He's got was it knee or something? Yeah, or M- something? like a um, ACL was it? Season. I don't know. Mm. So anyway, yeah, we've got Cowboys next, which should be, for all that, everyone listening, Cyrus is gone. Um, <laughs> he's run out of batteries or something's happened. Um, yeah, he, he, we got the Cowboys next, and I'm okay. not expecting much. I'll, I'll go in there again expecting a loss, but hoping, hoping for improvement at least. But again, both our props are out. Lussick's not due back for another two games, so... We'll see how we go. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. All right, so uh, Billy, during the week. Yeah. Now, for everyone at home who isn't aware of this, there's a guy on Twitter called Ben R Four Seven. Yeah. He's had. A, he's known by a few different names. Milf Hunter, I believe, is one of them. <laughs> ben DCE. He was ben known DCE. As. I think um, he's now um, Barrett out. Is he? Yeah. Right. So. Uh, basically, this guy came from nowhere to become a bit of a Twitter sensation uh, because of his uh, change of allegiances from para to manly, and he was quite vocal about it. Yeah. Not only did he just go, okay, I'm not going to go for para anymore, but he was went out of his way to really fucking give it to para yeah. at every opportunity. Um, and that sort of got every all the manly fans on board, of course. Yeah. And then he went from manly, after only following him for... Uh, Nine months, maybe. Oh no, I wouldn't say it was a year. It wasn't okay. a year because he started with Para. Yeah. But um, there and then at the beginning of this season, he was on Bronc. He was on board with the Broncos. Yeah. Um, and then with being with the Broncos for only a couple of weeks, he's come back to Manly. So he's all over the place, and he's very vocal yep. about that. So. Um, and he gets he's he, so he's American. Yeah. And he gets a lot of retweets from the players. Yeah. And he's, you know, coming to terms with the game. He's done a pretty good job, I would yep. say. Uh, but we wanted to dig a little bit deeper. Well, yeah. everyone's a bit fascinated. Everyone yeah. talks about him even in the in the DMs and who is this guy? Like, what, is he really American or is he just pretending to be? And, you know. He's, um, a, he's a phenomenon. Yeah. So, anyway, we uh, had a chat to him during the week uh, and this is it. So, uh, Ben, welcome to the podcast. You're the first uh, American we've had on the podcast. Uh, Ooh, so, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you're, one yeah. of, you're one of one so far. I think, we've got Donald, <laughs> I think we've got Donald Trump next. So, you know, yeah, you're kind of like the warm-up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, hey, we were just talking before. Whereabouts in America are you from? Um, uh, Atlanta. Oh, it is Atlanta. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. For some reason, I thought you were in Detroit. Oh, no, no. So I guess we just I guess we just wanted to talk to you because you've become a bit of a uh, Twitter phenomenon in the last what has it been about a year since you've sort of uh, been interacting yeah, with us all. Been a, yeah, it's been about since May, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of you sort of hit the scene with a loud bang uh, <laughs> with your yeah. with your defection from Para to Manly, and uh, you yeah. came up on everyone's radars then, right? Yeah, I did. Terrible, I did. terrible decision, I might say, but you know. <laughs> so I guess started like when, when did you discover sort of rugby league and what what drew you to it in the first place? 
it's kind of a weird story. So right, I went on a cruise and I met these two Aussies. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I love uh, Australian Rules Football League. And they said, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then I was looking up, like, Aussie rules on, like, YouTube. Right. And I found this, like, this video in, like, the recommended section. Yeah. And it said, uh, like, Rugby Union versus Rugby League. So I clicked on it. And then I found out, like, Russell Russell Crowe was, like, linked to it. Yeah. So I looked at Russell Crowe <laughs> in Rugby League. Yeah. And so I find that, like, he was a part of the Rabbitohs. I found this interview with him about Jimmy Kimmel or whatever, something like that. He was talking about the uh, 2014 Grand Final. Yeah. And so I was all interested from that. Okay. And so then I looked at the 2014 Grand Final, and that was the first game I ever watched. Oh, wow. Regrettably. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then what? Rabbitohs. Yeah, so so if that, was, if that was the first game that you watched, what what was it that drew you to um, the Dirty Para team out west? Well, like was it Hayne? Two, I found no. I found out the two Aussies. Like I I kind of watched it over the off season. I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Because I was kind of an Aussie rules, which I regret. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But then uh, but then I found out they went for Para, so it was like it's kind of the obvious choice, isn't it? But then a week at like it was either a week before or the week after I chose them, the salary cap hit. The salary cap thing happened, uh, and right. all that all that shit started to happen. So yeah. So, okay. But then I kind of realized it. But then at first I kind of rolled with the punches. Yeah. But then I was like, why the fuck am I putting myself through this? <laughs> I wish I it's said like, that. I could have oh, said yeah. that thirty years ago. I mean, you did. Yeah. You, you weren't invested that long enough to sort of. I wasn't invested at all. No. Yeah. And I just like a week after week, it was like Corin. Uh, it was the Corin Norman thing, and then the well, that came later. But it was just like salary cap thing. Every there was like we're gonna fire our board and all this all this shit. So I was like, I forget that. Like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and, was, I, and then it was actually Mario Sieg's Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to actually, Mario. Yeah, he actually. Uh, I was tweeted on Twitter I might leave, and so he was like, Manny will happily take you, so that's where I went. Oh, nice. Nice recruitment yeah. by Mario. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Mario. Now, can, can I ask, um, Ben, you, I've seen like a growth in your tweets, like probably six or a year ago. You, you were enthusiastic, but you seem to really be on top of it now. Like you, um, you know, you, you, you're much more on top of what's going on. I saw you put a tweet out the other day about Hayne where you tipped he might go to Rugby Union and I was like thinking to myself, yeah, that's right, actually. He's, he's all over this. How, yeah. how, do you get, mean, I, how do you get your source? Like what's your primary source of NRL action um, in, in I, Georgia, uh, in, um, in Atlanta? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yep. So that's where I usually get most of it from. Yeah, I listen to This Week in League and our Boom Rookies and everything like that. So I get most of my news from that. But I also use an app called uh, League Live. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I use a lot of my stuff from there. So, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I just, like, learn as much as I can about it. Because I do call it my favorite sport now Fantastic. over American football. So. And I do, yeah. I do like the way that you go in wholeheartedly. It's not like like you're over in America. You could really just follow whatever team and just get away with it. But you really like to get out there and announce it. Like I am yeah, like, leaving. No, I am leaving Manly for the Broncos. Yeah, like it's it not. It's unreal. not a quiet thing. It's just uh, nah. I'm doing it, and I don't care if I'm going to get bagged out. I'm just letting everybody know. Yeah, I mean, I got bagged definitely a lot yeah. when I left Hera to Manly a lot. But then there was really no backlash. 
when I did the Broncos. I mean, a little bit, kind of. Just what when you went to the Broncos? Did you say? Uh, a little bit. I mean, nothing bad like it was with Para. Like, I think I was no having. A, I think I was having a few. I think I was having a couple of digs at you. Yeah, I think you did. I yeah. mean, nothing like bad, but it's no. like it was just like banter. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then just the Broncos just didn't do it for you though. No, I didn't. Like I got kind of persuaded by, I got kind of persuaded. Milf, the milf got you. The milf. Um, yeah, the yeah. milf. We're, we're all susceptible yeah. to a milf here. Yeah. Don't I worry. love milf. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a category on Richard's realm um, called milf. Oh my so god! I, get, I recommend you have a look at that if you if you like a bit of milf action. But um, well, there's there's a milf category in every porn site, <laughs> not just Richard Well. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So, hey, so can I just ask you one thing, Ben, before we go any further? Because this is also yeah. a lot of um, a lot of debate in the uh, DM rooms on Twitter. How old are you? What? How old are oh, you? I'm Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a good age to yeah. get on board rugby league. Did you ever play American football? I played it when I was nine. Okay. So that wasn't. Uh, I hated it. So. It's a pretty, it's yeah. a pretty brutal game, isn't it? When you did you it is. did you follow Jared Hayne at all, or was he before your kind no, of interest? No, no, it's just like uh, I I heard about him like briefly. I didn't think of anything of it. Yeah. So I mean, he would just like play basically on the preseason. That was it. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And who who watched the preseason? I don't watch the preseason at all. So. Yeah, I think a lot of the guys here didn't really pick up on that, you know, because you still get decent crowds at those preseason games, and the media here just hopped on it. Uh, yeah, I don't it, know. They, they hype Payne up so much to act like he's the greatest player of all time, which that's not even true. So no. he fumbles, punts, and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he's uh, he's left my beloved Parrot Eels now. He's dead to me. Um, and as yeah. you, as you quite um, rightly pointed out. He may well end up in French rugby. I don't think that that would surprise anyone in the next. Uh, it could be no. as soon as the next three months. The way things yeah, are going. Yeah, he's, he's he's had a falling out with his coach already. The teammates and the, are, and the senior players group have just gone. Well, yeah, when the rest of us are running laps, you're on your phone or something, isn't it? Like, yeah, Snapchatting. Yeah, yeah, and on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the shitter. <laughs> I guess that's kind of it. It's, we we're really glad you took the time to you know dial in. Um, we love watching you evolve on Twitter. It's been it's been <laughs> awesome, and I love how you get out there. It's I think it's also good. The players do love to hear. I saw Marty Kapow. Yeah, Marty yeah, Marty Kapow. He did it twice, and yeah. then I told Beaver answered one of my questions on the League Live app, and I tweeted him. He said thanks. I, I mean, he's like no problem for answering my questions. So. So have you got any trips planned? Are you going to save up and, and head out for the the grand final this year, the Manly versus Para in um, first Sunday in October? <laughs> I mean, if, Para, if Manly make the grand final, I guess I'll go out. I mean, it's like a $2,000 flight, so it's like it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Fantastic. I'm not him. Yeah. Now, did you um, – we were going to end it here for uh, for everyone – with our segment, A Minute of Insults. I, I did try to give you some prep. Have you got some insults ready to go? Yeah, I got some ready. I've got some ready. Okay. I don't have a lot, but I have some. Yeah. No, that's okay. I've got a I've got a few here. Alright, I'm gonna start I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the stopwatch going. Um, I'll be the ref. If anyone hits below the belt, that'll be immediate timeout. <laughs> <laughs> so Alright. Let's start the clock. 
Who's going to go first? Away team? Oh, yeah, away team. Ben. All right, Ben, you can go first. You're the away team and go. All right. Uh, Nathan Harmore especially really good solid maker because he has two wooden spoons. Oh. oh, boom. I like that one. Start strong with wow. a past legend too. Okay. Manly have lost six times in a row to Para. That's it. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Man, I mean, Para has the most wooden spoons out of everybody. That's it. Oh, Boom. God. Um, okay, here we go. I've got to, I've got to ramp up my game here. Uh, this one, I've got a few with some American bents on them. You could spend $20 in the ghettos of Atlanta and get a better hooker than Uppy Coruscant. Boom. Oh, that's, prob- <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Ten seconds oh, to Jesus. go, quick. Oh, Nathan Highmarsh is your best player, but he's most he's most well known for showing his ass off. Oh uh, wow, <laughs> you're all over it. Uh, have I got? I don't. What else have I got here? Uh, uh, oh wow, that's it. Uh, that's it. Okay, that's it. so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to award this one to Ben. I think. Oh, <laughs> the, God. The, the nation Highmarsh with the two wooden spoons right off the bat. Yeah, he just. It was yeah. the punch that. It just, was. I wasn't ready for it. No. I didn't think you'd even know who Highmarsh was. Yeah, I like that. I like that you were attacking an old legend, not like a current player, but like. He's like that... he's like the most famous player. He's like the most beloved player, and he is yeah. like he's like the most losingest player. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. You, do you get um, the Matty John show on Fox over there? No, I, I don't get it, but I've seen like highlights on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Okay, you should but, try. Yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah. You should try I mean, that. Footage, that... They give him a, such a hard time. Yeah, about I know. Not they rag. That's how I knew about like two wooden spoons and everything like that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I watched the footage the other day and it was shit. I mean, it was oh, so yeah. bad. Yeah. That... It was like Fatty Warren always looks at Aaron Mullen like all creepily. And like, <laughs> what we the all fuck? we all look at Aaron Mullen a bit creepily. <laughs> We're starved for uh, you know female talent in the in the t- TV, but it's International Women's Day, so. Let's uh, yeah. shout out to Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. Um, th- thanks for coming on, buddy. Really appreciate it. And um, right. maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll hook up later uh, in the year. Give you another call. See how you're going. Yeah. All right. See ya. Uh, All thank- right. Thanks, thanks so mate. much, Ben. Bye. See you, man. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Um, all, right. all right, Billy. Round so it up. Give me my minute of my minute here of glory. Here we go. This is the most punishing part of the week for yeah. me. Tell me Went about the power wins. game. They were good. They were good. Round two, but they were good tonight. I was really happy. They don't have a kicker though, mm. so much like the Manly game. Well, Manly have a kicker. Okay. But unfortunately, he's playing reserve grade at the moment. Jackson ah, Hastings. Okay. Yeah. The previous winner of Not All Heroes Wear Capes Award. <laughs> That's right. Jackson Hastings. He's out trying to find a team to coach. Mate. Look, as long as he's not fucking terrible, yeah. as in a terrible player, if he can kick yeah. and add an extra six, yeah, I know. eight points to the scoreline, I'm sorry, but he gets a fucking start over a lot of the dump- numpties yeah. that are in there at the moment. Like, yeah. I, 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 fuck it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. old, old Daryl Harrigan couldn't fucking run or tackle or do anything. Yeah, but it was But they two threw points. him in there. Yeah. It was a guaranteed two points every time. Yeah. You know, like... Mm. So we've got Gutherson and he missed... I think he got maybe two from six or something. Mm. He came good, good at enough. the end, but um, he came good at the end, but it, that, especially when it was tight, like, Parra had scored four tries in the first half. 
Yeah. But went in at half time, and they were up eighteen. They went in at half time, eighteen to six. Mm. St George scored just on the half time break, which is only two converted tries away. Again, it's it's two converted tries, but mm. it, it opens the door a little mm. bit. St George were terrible. They mm. were dropping a lot. Well, of it ball. does open the door. The yeah. same thing happened with Manly. It's yeah. like you you're up eighteen to nil. Yeah. Psychologically, that's a big blow as opposed to being up twelve nil. Yeah, exactly. Which is what Manly were up. Yeah. After three tries. Yeah. I and mean, it's these go, guys. We only got to get one more try, and we're fucking in this. Yeah, you exactly. Twelve nil. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's game on. So yeah. para. That was a bit disappointing, but their defence was uh, Cyrus's favourite word there, the D. The The defence was really good. Early days, though, Mm. but their forward pack is looking good. Really? Yeah. They're looking very structured at the moment. Mm. They held out St. George um, quite a lot, but then St. George... You don't know who you're playing there, do you? Well, exactly. St. Mm. George scored a couple of good tries, Um Corey Norman is absolutely on fire at the moment. I'm just praying he doesn't get arrested <laughs> because he is he's on fire. Yeah. If he was a New South Welshman, mm. he'd be the first bloke picked yeah. for Origin. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Hate, I hated how they talk about Origin yeah. in round two when round I just two, did it. Yeah. Um, but just to give some context, uh, he's, he's playing well. Uh, so, yeah, pretty happy with the result. I was nursing it, it. Nothing it, better than is nursing it. Is it fair to say, though? Yeah. You tell me if I'm wrong. Is it mm. fair to say that without Semi Rodradra, below average team? Mm. He ran in four tries. Yeah, but four tries—that's a lot. Like two, two of them were just. In fact, three were just catching pass. Flop overs. Yeah. Jennings did an absolute. I don't know if you saw it. Jennings did like a Harlem Globetrotter, caught the ball and flicked it between his legs. Right. And Rodradra went in, and then. On fire, Jennings. Then so there's two words that can sum that up: razzle, dazzle, and razzle, <laughs> yeah. and not in that order. No. And then Jennings, having done that and set up an amazing try, on half time, literally just had to catch the ball and put it down. Yep. And it, he, I think he got so excited, mm. it literally was just there, and he dropped it. I think I can read between the lines. Yeah. You're saying at coconut football, <laughs> he's unstoppable. <laughs> Billy, you racist. Oh, uh, so they were good, but. Oh, there is nothing better, I will say, than nursing a hangover yeah. and watching your team win. It just takes that yeah, little, right. you know, yeah. like it it's takes like an, It's like a bacon and egg McMuffin. Yeah, it's like a bacon and egg McMuffin. And I like to get a cup of tea as well. <laughs> Again, that milky, old man. Yeah. Milky I just cup of tea. I have my tea quite strong. Mm, yeah, sure. Like my men, <laughs> dark and strong. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a Michael Jennings between yeah. the legs. Yeah, like Pass. a semi Rodrigo. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Well, that's about wraps it up for another day, another episode. But don't forget to tune in next week when you'll hear Billy say, "Go para." Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I, can't, I don't know what you else. You can't think of no. anything else to say except uh, for that. Six in a row. <laughs> all right. Northern Good. Eagles. Good night, Australia. <laughs>